Welcome to the Rise of the Challenge podcast. Joining me today, he's the founder of Voltura, an entrepreneur, a behavior coach, and behavior specialist. It's Alexandru Kapalu. How are you doing today, Alexandru? Hey, Alex. I'm really happy to be here. Thank you for your uh, invitation. <laughs> well, thank you for joining us on the show. I'm so excited to hear more about your journey and about Voltura, the game that you've created. So what we'd like to do with all of our guests is we go right to the beginning. Talk about where you're from and what were you involved in growing up? So, yeah, I'm originally from Romania. Um, you know, probably everyone knows Romania from the land of Dracula. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. And um, uh, what, what was the next question? <laughs> what were you involved in growing up? Where I'm involved. So as I said, I am um, what I discovered newly that I'm a, basically the youngest mindset and behavior coach. And also, um, what I'm doing is that, um, you know, with my partner, we co-created a board game like Voltura. Voltura is the main company in which basically what we want to do, we have the board game, we have the podcast right now, but what we want to do, we want to empower people to, let's say that's my, my purpose in Voltura purpose, expand and empower human greatness and human potential. So that's what we live for, let's say. Did you have anyone at a young age that inspired you? like a model like um parents there, there was someone that in your life that you're like i want to be like them when i grow up or they taught me a certain skill that i want to portray in the future that's a good question um if i had a model i don't think i had like a like someone that i would say oh i want to be like this i know that when i was a kid i had this dream uh which when I was in the college, it got, uh, let's say, shattered or destroyed. <laughs> but I had this dream of, um, basically from the moment I was a kid, I, I was um, passionate about all of these things about technology, you know, like, let's say, time travel and all of these, like, boohoo things right now, right? Um, and, like, when I started school and um, when I trans transit from uh, middle school to high school, I wanted to be... Um, let's say, I wanted to work for Microsoft, right? I wanted to, I was uh, passionate about um, computers and on the same time about human mind. So I, I thought that maybe this will combine nicely together and I found about Microsoft and I wanted to be, um, I think it was software engineer in that period, right? And um, I've done like a high school about um, uh, engineer informatics and I applied for, I wanted to apply to a college, which was about uh, automatics and programming and all of this and all of that. Um, and well, basically my, um, my grades were not, let's say good enough for them. Uh, so I, um, I was thinking, okay, maybe, um, because it was on the same university, but it was a different department, right? I was thinking maybe I can go to another college and, um, like on the first year, stay there and on the second year transit and move to, to another to the college that I wanted right so uh well said and done I've done this and what happened uh, Alex is that, that what I said my um my dream and my vision changed in the college when I um discovered something like I wanted to you know to go there and be let's say an employee and there's nothing wrong with the employee what I discover um is that it's not really for me <laughs> Like, I'm not designed for that. And I would say, okay, why? Well, it's very simple. In the college, I wanted to, um, to go to this, you know, engineer informatic path. 
And the thing is, like, I was uh, trying to apply for everything in the first year. And I, and I got rejected a lot of times because they said, oh, you don't have uh, uh, enough experience. And I was like, well, I just started college. How the heck can I have experience, mm -hmm. right? But I was like, um, if they would ask me something that was not, let's say, too technical, but it was like about, you know, logic things, I could answer that. So the, the thing was like, okay, why they said that I don't have enough knowledge, but when they ask me something, I can answer and they like the answer. So here is was like the first question, all right? Anyway, I tried to uh, apply to more things, the same answer, the same answer. In the end, I just make a decision and I understand that, okay, companies are not really looking for people who can deal with things. Like they can, let's say, let's, say, let's call intelligent or whatever or smart. They are looking for people who have the, um, the background, the knowledge, the books, all of this and all of that, but they are easily influenced, influenceable. And I was like, okay, I don't want to do this. So I decided to uh, basically drop out of college. Why? Because the same thing. I visualized myself at the end of the college with the diploma. I was like, okay, what's next now? I was like, uh, go and be an employee. I was like, no, <laughs> I'm not going to do that. I don't want to go back to this. And um, yeah, I, um, I dropped out of college and this is how I started my entrepreneurial journey. When you got the news, like they wouldn't take you because of grades and stuff, what was your mindset like during that time? Did it play a negative effect and how did you overcome those obstacles? That's a really good question. I, um, I was like, you know, what was funny is that when I applied for uh, college, I was, um, I think everyone in that period, probably right now they are doing, they pick multiple options, right? Mm -hmm. Like, oh, if this doesn't work, I'm going to go in this and this and this and this. And my mom, my parents, uh, my mom, my dad, my parents, anyway, they said, okay, pick another thing. I was like, no, I just want this and this. <laughs> and that thing, I was like, out you know so imagine that for three months i was basically nowhere no job and no college like literally nowhere uh however i didn't give up and um as i said in the um, uh, september when the college year started was supposed to start i got this opportunity in which like in another college in the same uh, department there were three places with no exam just go there and apply so i've done this and in terms of the mindset, I was always focused on the end goal, what I wanted. I never wanted to go like outside of the track because my mom was like saying, well, you should have like uh, applied to multiple things, maybe different colleges. I was like, no, 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 I want this. Like, this is the thing. I don't want to go uh, to the other thing and then waste more time and then go here. Like, no, I said, I want this. And that was my mindset, was focused on what I want. I think a lot of people can relate to that. I was someone that sports was my whole entire life. Like I wanted to work for a sports team, a sports industry and all that. But knowing how to get there was kind of like a trouble path for me. And I didn't want to do something that I wasn't passionate about, which is most in sports industry, you have to start at the very bottom in like ticket sales or something like that. So I knew that I had to branch out into different areas and learn about different things. So I started learning about marketing, promotions, event planning, and it just saw my skill set rise where when I went to interviews, they're like, oh, you know how to do this. Oh, you know how to do that. But then I had those issues where I make it to the finals and then I get rejected. And I'm like, what did I do wrong? Like, did I say something wrong or 
what does the other person have over me? So I was always that next step. Okay, let's get going. Like get back on track. Always my end goal is to get to sports and I'm going to get there. And I have that mind focus. But maybe I'm taking a different route in a way. When you were doing that like soul searching, did you kind of have known what area you wanted to pursue at the time? Because you were going for engineering a lot and technology was your thing. But when did you start to realize maybe I need to go into a different direction? So, um, so again, as I said, like when I started, um, uh, it was, so I always knew that I wanted that, um, that job, let's say, yeah, at Microsoft or whatever it was. But then it shifted when, um, as I said, I started to realize that companies or whatever, whatever I was looking for, it didn't look for me, let's say, <laughs> right? So this is when shifted. This is when shifted in the first year of college when I tried to look for a, a lot of things. Like um, one of the things that really pissed me off, and I was like, oh, I don't want to do this anymore. It was like, I, um, there was like, um, should I say the name? No, uh, let's not say the name. Yeah. <laughs> it was anyway, in my college was an organization, right? Like um, organization that was working with Microsoft and IBM and all of this and all of that. I was shadowing for them. It was, it was a nice experience anyway. Um, and I tried to apply to be a, a part of that organization, right? And what was happening is that we had two, um, let's say, tests. One was to, um, it was something written and we had like some, um, I think, scenarios. It was like, I, I actually remember, it was like, I was like, uh, imagine you are like stuck on the moon with, uh, I don't know, some people around you and you have a role, right? You are like, I don't know, uh, pregnant woman woman right or something like that and what you're gonna do to survive and you had to choose from all of this and all of that and anyway i passed that test and then the, the second test was like um with a group of people so they were like not only one-on-one -on -one, me and and them it was like other people right so as a team and again the same thing was like uh you have uh it's apocalypse 2050 something and uh, you are in a bunker and you are a priest, you are a, I don't know, a policeman or other roles, right? And um, what are you going to do? And we had to have a conversation with each other. And um, um, let's say the other two people that had to uh, give us the grade or something, like how we interact to see if we are passed or not, they were like uh, looking, they were looking at us. And... It was interesting to say that someone who didn't said anything, literally anything, didn't interact with the group. It was like, I don't know who you are. I don't know who I am. I'm just sitting here. And that person was totally like silent. Didn't say anything. She passed. Wow. And I was like interacting. I was like, okay, we need to do this. We need to think about, because this, this is a pregnant woman. So if she needs the first to have the food, right? So she can survive. I am the policeman, so I can, you know, I have my physical condition, I can survive. And that was like here. And I, oh, hey, Alexandro, thank you so much for applying. Unfortunately, you're not accepted. I was like, oh. are you kidding me, man? <laughs> you know? Did, so, they, did they ever say why she got the position? Or if there is one thing that I learned, even right now, I um here in the UK, I wanted to apply for um Again, I don't want to say the name, but it was a, a fund, right? A business fund. Mm -hmm. And um, 
I, I was like going on the website, the, doing the, the whatever, the form, and they called me. I was like, oh, pretty good. Uh, you're accepted, right? Uh, one week after, they said, oh, on Thursday, you need to come to our um, interview, not interview, to our like, you know, preliminary session. I was like, okay, fine, no problem. And on the phone call, they were starting to ask me more questions about me. And in the end, they asked me like, uh, how many hours are you working per week? I was like, well, I'm self-employed and, you know, I have my business. So I don't know, let's say around 30 hours or something. I was like, well, I'm sorry, you're not accepted. Like, you got to be kidding me. Why? You know, and if there is one thing that I learned is that whatever you ask them, why they didn't accept you, they won't tell you. In the moment that you, you're declined, you're declined. They can give you thousands of reasons like, oh, we don't like your face or, oh, you are like too young or, oh, you were like... Uh, not 30 hours, you need to have 20 hours. That's BS in the end. If people accept, don't accept you, don't accept you. But that's it. That's what I saw that is like, okay, no problem. I can still do my own thing without you. That yeah. That's what I am today. Definitely when you say that you're able to do your own thing, you're able to overcome that obstacle, saying when you're not able to get that position, say, okay, what's my next goal? Like, what am I, what's the next path for me? We'll talk about your game that you created, but talk about the background of the game. It's all about interacting with people that you may not know or need to work in building those relationships. When you were growing up, did you have an easy time getting along with people or was it you were able to fit into any group? So a little of both actually. Like um, before high school, um, let's say before, like I think the 10th, second year of high school, yeah? Uh, I had the, the first part, like I, I was like, it was hard for me to, let's say, uh, blend with other um, groups, right? I was like me and my best friend or friend in that period. And um, I remember like, there were people like bullying me because they said, well, you look, you look good. Like you want to kick us or something. I was like, man, I don't have any problem with you. I'm just me and my friend here, you know? Um, so yeah, I couldn't uh, blend first. But the second part, I could. And I, and I blend with all types of people. But the thing is, um, you see, Alex, when I, I've been to all of these kinds of groups, like, you know, in high school, there were thousands of different uh, groups that, you know, promote different things like football or whatever thing was there, right? Mm -hmm. um, so I've been in all of these groups and what I noticed is that even I was there, I wasn't there. How come? Well, I wasn't connected with them. What does it mean connected? Well, I didn't feel that I belonged there. I didn't feel that like that group is for me. But I didn't feel that whatever I was talking was heard. See what I mean? And as a result of that, I discovered later, Alex, is that because I, didn't know, I wasn't connected with them, I wasn't connected with myself. And I started to, you know, fit in what they said or what they think that I should say or I should behave or I should think. So I started to disconnect from myself. And I realized why I started to disconnect from myself is because I didn't speak about what is important for me. What's my passion? What's my mm -hmm. goal? What's my purpose? What makes me feel alive? You know, like I, uh, we did on the pre-show, we feel like I noticed your smile and your passion for, for this podcast, right? So that's something that you care, you care and you're passionate about. Well, imagine that I couldn't speak or I, not like I couldn't speak. I wasn't listened for that. So as a result, I was disconnected from them. I was disconnected from myself. 
And that's how I realized that it's really important to share about what is important for you and what do you care about? Because in the end, if you don't share about this, you're not growing. You're just staying on the same place and you just like change yourself just so people please others. Yeah, I just read an article and it's all about the way that people interact with each other and the friendships that you have. And if you have a friend group and you're able to give your opinion, give your thoughts, disagree with each other, and they're still able to stay friends with you and understand what you're talking about, that's a true friend right there. Because you're being yourself, the true you, and you're not putting this persona or putting on a mask at all to just do what th thinks what's best for them. Because I'm a person that I'm very vocal and my friends know that. I. I always go by the rules. I tell it how it is. So them being able to understand my point of view and I can disagree with them and they can disagree with me, I know those are true friends. If I was, I've been in those situations where I had to fake it in a way and that wasn't me. Like, I don't, I don't want to have to put a fake persona on just to be a, your friend. Like, there's plenty of other people out there in the world. Um, did you ever, when you were going through that time, when you were putting that mask on, did it hurt your confidence in a way and you knew, okay, I got to change this right away? Well, it's actually funny what you said, like the keyword is mask, because uh, when you, if you have to Google right now Votura game on YouTube, you will find that our trailer is actually about this. <laughs> it's me and other people wearing a mask. And I said, like, um, um, the trailer says this. Actually, it's me speaking there. It says, like, um, we are disconnected from each, from each other, living in an imaginary world. Like actually that's it, an imaginary world. And we're constantly trying to um, say to ourselves that is real. When in fact it's not. And what you're doing is that you're disconnected from yourself, you're disconnected from others. As a result, you, can't, you cannot identify with the real you and your real values. Mm -hmm. I so did that's, that trailer and it was very good. I mean, yeah. The background and the meaning of the game, it's like perfect for what people are going through nowadays and the whole with social media and all of that. So I did really like that trailer. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it's that's what I felt. That that was it. Like the trailer showed what I felt at the in the moment. So yeah, it's I imagine you are going in life without a purpose, without a reason, without anything that makes you happy. Like without you're just like staying there and you're like, you know, um, let's say like a rat race, you know, you're going. It's like, you don't have a, like, what do you, what are you here wanting to do? Like, yeah. Be able to express yourself and say, okay, I dream of this. Well, how are we going to get you there? And you got to find that path. You just don't want to be on like a treadmill at one miles per hour every single day. You kind of want to gain that speed. You want to, get to that next destination. Yeah. What I noticed is that, you see, as a mindset and behavior coach, Alex, I, I realized that there are like three main, um, let's say, um, characteristics or like sense, I call it sense, that uh, people are looking in life. One is the sense of purpose. They want to feel that they are doing something. Second one is the sense of security. You know, they are safe, whatever, they have food on the plate. Mm -hmm. And the third one is the sense of belonging. They belong to something. They are part of a community or a, even of a, a, a plan or a business or whatever, an idea bigger than themselves. So 
when you are not uh, connecting with others, you're not connecting with yourself, you're mostly having only one sense, which is the security. So transitioning into your job as a life coach and behavior specialist, how did you get involved with that? As I said, I think from the moment I was born until now, I was like passionate about human mind. I was passionate about to understand like why people are doing the way they are doing. What's the reason? Like I've been and interacting with, I don't know, a lot of people. I, I don't have a number literally. But one person that really like fascinated me was uh, my cousin, right? My cousin, um, she's the kind of person that literally the sense of security for her is like the best. I mean, she's feeling so good. And I was like um, asking her like, why are you like, basically she started to have a family when she was like, I think 23 or 24, uh, got a husband, you know, let's say, um, no, I, I don't want to, to judge. She got a husband, right? And uh, a house, right? And start making a baby and has a, a normal job, a nine to five. And I asked her, like, man, you, I don't see you. You're not dumb. You're not an idiot. You can do more than that. Why are you not doing it? I was like, well, I like what I'm doing. <laughs> mm -hmm. So for her, everything that matters is to have a family, a kid, and something to eat. So that's something that really, like, fascinated me to understand, like, why people are doing the way they're doing. And that's how I um, started this self-development journey with the first book that probably is, like, the the foundation for everyone, which is like how to win friends and influence people. <laughs> and I, I started reading that when I was 15 in my first year of high school. And um, then I, um, I went into this self-development journey, spent a lot of money on courses and coaching and all of this. Like, I think it's worth at least $500,000 a pound, so a lot. And yeah, I, I just like... Um, if there is one thing that I notice is that it's all about mindset, behavior, and um, lifestyle, right? This is what we're promoting in the, the Voltra Game Show. And it's all about how you think. So whatever you think it is possible, it's possible. So if you think you can draw, you will draw. If you think you can skydive, you will skydive. So it's all about the mindset, right? Then it's about the behavior. What are you doing with your thoughts? And last but not least, it's about the lifestyle, like habits or, um, you know, routines, everything that you're doing in your everyday life. And that's how I, this is why I'm, I'm a mindset coach, because I'm really interested about this. Like how, especially right now in our podcast, the Voltura Game Show, we are interviewing, you know, uh, serial entrepreneurs and Forbes 30 under 30 people and world-class coaches and speakers, because we are interested to see what they are doing different what they are thinking different, and what's their routine. Because I promise you, in the moment that you can access that and you can, like, let's say, replicate that, you have the same life. That's it. I think you brought up a great point. Definitely mindset in what you're thinking. Like you said, if your goal is to draw, okay? If you're practicing and you're like, I, I hate doing this. Well, now you're going to have a negative mindset and you're just going to stop doing it. If you're like, okay positive thoughts I'm getting closer and closer and then your behavior on what are you going to do to get to that goal so practicing an hour a day um re-watching videos and all that it's just a, it's one of those transition process and we did a uh, or the podcast did a video on goal setting 
and it, all, it talks the same things you talked about, lifestyle habits. What can you do to change the way you're doing something to get to that goal? So like if you're trying to run a, a mile in 10 minutes, I don't know if that's possible, but it probably is. Um, well, are you going to eat healthier? Are you going to go work out? What's your mindset when you're doing those things? What are you going to do to make yourself go practice and train? So kind of like what you're doing is you're kind of taking each or client or individual through a kind of a series of steps to get to their goal. And I kind of like hearing that because a lot of us need to think about that. It's kind of like a self-reflection in a way. Do you use the tools that you give to other people in your life and how has that benefited you? Definitely. Like if there is one tool that I'm using and that's for me, for me, it's the ultimate self-discovery, self-awareness tool. It's called the graph. Uh, and um, um, basically what we are doing, it's a combination of astrology, mandala. Uh, mandala, just to give a little background here, is like one of the oldest system about life purpose from India. So the Indians use this to discover like their life purpose in stars and whatever things, right? Uh, so this system has integrated this. Uh, itching, itching is one of the, if you are interested in uh, Myers-Briggs and personality system, the itching is the foundation for that. The itching is like the oldest personality system uh, from China. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then we have, um, you know, personality and uh, so astrology, mandala, itching. And we have um, the... Um, well, let's say quantum physics a little. It's a little about energy and the uh, environment. So I'm using this system and it's really powerful. Like, I don't know if you can believe it or not, but just by asking you your date of birth, your time of birth, and, uh, you know, the place where you're born, I can tell you how your life will be. What are you most influenced about? Like, I can tell you if, if you have this tendency to, let's say, people please, or you have a tendency to be certain. And sometimes people are telling you, are you sure? And you feel like the pressure to say, yes, I'm sure, but you know you're not sure. I can tell you why it's happening that. I can tell you, um, we can go more into death and I can tell you, you know, the life purpose in the end, like, which is, um, and I cannot tell you, oh, you, you should be a, I don't know, a priest or a whatever um, uh, label, but I can tell you what is the path to take. Okay, um, we can go into nutrition, we can go into relationship, we can go into money. We have also right now, we're developing something which is called um, the business um, graph, which we can take multiple people, uh, graphs, put it together and see in a, in a company or in a, you know, in a group, how it can function properly because sometimes even in business, you can find that you have the resources, you're really good and or things are happening so nice that you get the resource, the money, the whatever, but you don't know how to market it. Mm -hmm. Or you don't know how to maintain uh, the credibility or you don't know how to maintain uh, the group together. Well, that's because um, let's say if there is a group of three people or maybe um, the energy that, let's say, is missing there is not with these three people. So you need the fourth person or you need to do something, um, I don't know, maybe hire a VA or, you know, the fourth person that can supplement that energy. So it's all about this. It's, it's really powerful and I like it. <laughs>
Do you ever have a client that sometimes maybe is hesitant about the process that you use? And are you able to change their mind in a way to understand what you use to help them? Of course, I was also the same at the beginning. Like I was like, oh, come on, you just take my date of birth, my my name and whatever, and you tell me my life. I'm like, oh, give me a break, <laughs> like, right? Um, but as I said, it's all about the beliefs. So it's fine. You don't need to believe it. Try it, see it, experience it. Ask me questions. I give you the answer, or I coach you, and then see in your life. It's an experiential process. So if I'm telling you right now, Alex, you know, you're really, um, um, let's say you're really, um, how could I say it? Like inclined to uh, feel pressure, like to, to do things on the last moment. Like you, you are designed to do that. And you tell me, well, you're wrong. And I say, well, maybe, maybe not. Look, are you following deadlines? Like you, you're doing on a, on a day-to-day basis. Let's say if, if, the next week you need to do something. Are you doing this every day? Or are you doing in the last 24 hours, just like, oh, come on, come on, come on, let's do it, let's do it, let's do it. Let's do it. Yes, no, okay. Are you um, being late for meetings? Yes, no. And we go into this. Yeah, so it's like one of those where you kind of just have to, like for, if I was the person that was being coached, asking the questions and just being honest with the answers you're just kind of like feeling out maybe what is the mindset what are the behaviors of that person i will say i'm never late to meetings and i don't do things at the last minute <laughs> I do, everyone knows me i'm like i'm always like 20 minutes early into a meeting i'm just sitting there listening but no but i totally understand because i think when yeah. you first said date of birth i'm like how would he know i know like zodiac signs people can like people read like those and some of them like work and some of them I'm like, where do they, where do they get this? But it's one of those mm-hmm. things. It's like some people believe it. Some people, I'm a person that I'm always like learning about things. So if it's a new system, a new technique, I'm always going to learn it. I mean, worse, if you don't like it, you don't continue with it, but yeah. I'm always a person, you just got to try in a way. So talk about Voltura game show or the podcast and board game. How did that come about? And talk about what's the mission with it. You kind of mentioned briefly about it, but let's talk about it a little bit more. So our mission as um, Voltura, Voltura Game Show, Voltura and everything that we're doing in Voltura is, um, as I said, to expand and empower human greatness and human potential. Now, what does it mean? You want to do something, a goal, a purpose, a passion. You want to do it, right? And there is something, we call it but. Like, I want to go to Miami. I want to go to skydive. I want to start a business. I want to use name it, but. We look at the but. We look at how um, it's influencing you and how we can remove it so you can do what you want to do. That's called expanding and empowering human greatness and human potential. Yeah? And um, the game, I said, um, it started with my experience with groups. As I said, I discovered that if you don't share about yourself and what matters to you, you're not connecting with yourself, you're not connecting with others. So, um, you know, I created this game and then with my partner, we co-created the last version in which basically what we say, the statement is that you are able to create a deep connection with anyone, anywhere in less than 30 seconds. 
and I can tell you about features, but really doesn't make any sense. I can tell you um, about, I just want to share with you something really profound that I saw. And there are two examples here that I really like. Uh, one was with a woman from um, basically when me and my partner went on a holiday last year uh, in Portugal. And we decided to play the Voltura game with total random strangers, like to actually see if the statement is true or we just like BS here, right? And um, what happened is that, you know, we played on the plane, we played it in fun fair parks, the video, videos are on YouTube, you can see it, it's called Voltura Out. Uh, but what we did, Alex, is that we played in, um, <clears throat> in a restaurant, right? And um, we played with uh, the waiter. It was really nice, fun. Uh, and in a moment, the, um, the manager came. And I was like, what are you doing here? You're playing game. Like, go to work. Like, <laughs> what, what are we doing here, right? And the funny thing was, like, that person didn't speak English. They were speaking Portuguese. And my, you know, my partner knows Portuguese, and she translated. Anyway, the thing is, like, she joined the game. And, um, you know, it was, like, pretty skeptical. Like, how's this? Oh, I need to spin the wheel. I need to take this card. Well, it's not in English. La, la, la. You know, all of this. Anyway, she played the game. And then in the end, um, she said, Alex, she was, like, pretty shocked. And she said, well, I really like it. And I was like, what did you like it? I said, Voltura motivated me to open another restaurant. And now what she did, is that she opened another rest restaurant, which um, actually she shared on, on Facebook, I saw it. So that's what happened. In the game, she discovered something and she said like, um, it was like someone that she admired and we asked her like, what do you admire about that person? Oh, that uh, he is like very uh, driven and committed and blah, blah, blah. And then she realized, oh, actually I am like that. <laughs> so she got motivated to open another restaurant. So that was one of the things that was like, let's say in terms of the business and following uh, dreams. Now, there is another example that I really like it in terms of like, uh, Voltura means perfecting. And perfecting is basically the process that we say go to perfections. Mm -hmm. When we really look, uh, Alex, you and me outside, perfectionism, we think, oh, we need to have something like a watch or a car or a house or whatever you want to say uh, to be perfect. Or you need to do something like to have that amazing job or the amazing, you name it, right? Something doing to be perfect. Well, what we're doing in Voltura is that we're thinking and we're promoting perfectionism as a way of, let's say, being. You are perfect just the way you are. Mm -hmm. So, and it's all about acceptance. Accept what you uh, are and what you are not and what others are and are not. And what uh, I want to say here is that uh, we were doing on um, 14th of Feb this year, an event on Valentine's Day in which we were like, again, promoting love as a way of acceptance and um, you know, understanding. And the example that I want to share here, Alex, is that it was one person who came with uh, her friend and that person was like uh, deaf, she couldn't hear. And she was pretty skeptical. She was like, why did you bring me to this event? Like, gonna play a game what are we doing this she was skeptical you can see it and the friend was like oh come on let's join in let's let's do something the thing is alex is like at the middle of the event she came like a total different person she was so excited so happy i was like oh my god what happened what happened i was like what happened i really love the game how can i buy it how can i buy it how can i buy it i was like calm down what happened was like well the first is the first time when i when i um when i feel that i'm accepted 
is the first time when I f- I'm feeling in a group that accepts me for who I am and I'm not uh, criticized or I don't feel like I don't belong or I, you know, because I'm deaf or other things. I, I just feel like I belong here. And that was really interesting. That was really moving. The end of the event, of course, she bought the game. She was so excited. And another thing here, it was like, she came to, um, she turned around to her friend and she said, well, like, thank you. Thank you for bringing me here. Like, I know that at the beginning, I was like, you know, um, criticizing you and blaming you. Why did you bring me here? But that's one of the best days in my life. Thank you for bringing me here. So this game was able to kind of do like a self-reflection in a way or kind of let people learn more about themselves and like the things that they do or why they do it. And the example that you gave with that woman, it's, it's amazing because she probably would have thought, oh, I don't fit in here because I'm not able to hear, or I'm deaf. But after playing that game, she's like, I'm just a normal person in this world. And I can relate to all these other people. Yes, I have one thing against me, but that shouldn't matter. Because like people that are diagnosed with certain conditions, they kind of have that mindset where, oh, I can't, I'm not going to get along with these people because they don't know what I'm going through. But on the outside, we're all just human beings. And like you said, finding that deep connection in a short amount of time when it may take longer to build that connection if you weren't doing the things that you were doing. Yeah. So what we do with our guests is we kind of wrap things up. What does the future look like for you personally or professionally? What are your next goals you want to accomplish? So, um, Okay, our vision is, uh, first of all, for the game, we want to have this game in every household. So Voltura game, we want to be in every household, you know, and family get connected and, and everything. Um, and the vision for the, let's say for the company, the big, biggest vision is that we want to create an environment, a community in which whatever, let's say, problem or issue or um, situation you have, like the bot you have there, you can come here and you can, you know, resolve it. And you have the people that will support you in doing whatever you want to fulfill. Because my mantra, and that's what I want to um, also promote in Voltura, is that you can do whatever you want if you want to do it. Mm-hmm. So that's what we want to promote. Whatever, again, whatever you want to say, whatever you want to do, whatever you want to believe, whatever you want to achieve in the world, you can do it. And again, it's not about the how. I tried the how, a lot of courses and whatever. It's not about the how. It's about what and who. What do you want to do? What are your dreams and passions and goals? And who can support you in doing that? Who is the community? Who is the person? Because you see, maybe right now I want to, you know, look for, um, I don't know, let's say an investor, right? And lucky, you know someone. Mm-hmm. Well, that's it. That's the who. I don't need to Google anymore. I don't need to look at how can I pitch an investor? How can I go and talk with this? Well, I just talk with Alex. Alex created a connection and that's it. It's more powerful than me being in my head and figuring out how to do things. For someone that's listening to this interview, what tips or advice would you give them to rise to their challenge to overcome obstacles and accomplish their goals? Well, first of all, I'm inviting them to listen to our podcast. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah, the Voltura <laughs> Game Show. Um, 
And here an example, like why you should listen to our podcast. Well, uh, I, I really like this, uh, th what this guy said. Um, he was like, you know, giving us the review and he said like, after listening to only one episode from the Voltura game show, I got motivated to, you know, continue doing my business. He was, he was having that day like, oh, I don't feel I have to work today, <laughs> you know? And so I, I continue to um, work on my business and more than that, I got my first client. So it was really powerful. And we're like, okay, well, if you want something like that, listen to the Voltura game show. I, I said already, you know, 430, blah, 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 other people. Get the mindset. Get the mindset and be successful. So that's the number one thing. The second thing um, is just believe in yourself. Believe in whatever you're doing. And I can tell you, whatever you believe right now is true. Mm. If you believe you can do something, it's true. If you believe you can't do, it's the same. <laughs> it's true. So choose what you believe and you can do whatever you want if you want to do it. I think that's definitely important is basically you have control on what your future looks like. It's just all about how you're going to do it and what are you going to do to get there. So it may not be, some people may look, oh, it's an easy to get to where you're at. Some people it might take them a little bit longer, but everyone has their different ways of getting there. It's just, what are you going to do to get there? And I know for us, we both have our goals and what we want to accomplish. And with our mindsets we both have, we're going to get there. We, and I'm excited to see what the path looks like for you. And I want to thank you, Alexandra, for coming on the show and talking about your rise to the challenge. And I'm excited to see what the future looks like for your company and what you're able to accomplish in your life. Thank you, Alex. Tune in next time to hear my next guest talk about their rise to the challenge. Make sure you follow and subscribe on all major audio platforms. And make sure you tune into our YouTube channel to see the full-length episodes in video format. Make sure you subscribe to that channel also. What path will you take to accomplish your goals? You decide.